to the Hope is Powerful podcast. My name is Karen Sebastian Worth, affectionately known as the Hope Lady, and I'm here to share with you a hope infusion. I know you may be in a dark place right now, but you will get through it. You can go from rock bottom to the mountaintop. Let's start taking steps towards that today. Welcome to the Hope is Powerful podcast. I am so excited you are here today. And my goal is to talk to you and do a series of episodes around hope for caregivers. A few years back, I wrote a book called The Power of Hope for Caregivers, and you can order it online. There'll be a link in the the show notes below. Here's what I learned. Caregiving can be very difficult. And my first experience in caregiving happened around a situation that I didn't have much choosing to do. I remember that at the peak of this experience, I felt great anger. I felt frustrated. I felt stuck. And so I remember at the worst part of it, quickly grabbing a pillow off the bed and going out in the backyard and shoving my face into the pillow so I could scream, I hate this. I hate this. I hate this because I didn't know what else to do. Let me give you a little backstory. When my father-in-law passed away, on top of grieving his dad, my husband felt that his mom was so depressed that if we did not move in with her, she would possibly die as well. Now, looking back on it, Perhaps we were being manipulated. I don't know. But at the time, he truly believed that. And he wanted us to do something. Had a five-year-old and a toddler. We're pastoring a church. And it was a bit of a distance, but we did move in with her. What I now know about grieving is she got stuck in the angry part of the experience. And unfortunately, the kids and I became the objects of that or or took the brunt of that. My late husband, Bill, was very busy with the church. It was growing and uh, he would go there during the day. And I was left with the kids and an angry mother-in-law. Hi wish someone had told me that I could choose hope. All I did was complain. And you know, when you're talking about a mother-in-law or mother-in-love, as I like to tell her, people are more than willing to join in the complaint process. Here's the thing. Complaints only get you worse. They only get you to a place where you feel even more helpless and hopeless. And so what I know that happened for me was that I learned through hard experience what hopelessness can be. I did not choose. And it was a very, very dark season in our family and in my life. Have you ever wanted to live something over and start over. This is one of those where that would certainly be nice. But you know, I can't, but I can share what I learned with you. And it is a joy to do that today. I don't know where you are in the caregiving journey, but I know you have to know a caregiver who could use this. Because see, have you ever felt like you didn't volunteer for it? You just stood still and everyone else backed up? That's how I felt. And as time progressed, I 
didn't want to burden my husband with it. It was because of everything that was going on. And I kept thinking we could work it out. But I just kept shoving that hopelessness down. The word hope, several of them, but one of my favorite is the one found in Jeremiah 29:11. You know that one, right? Most people do, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They're for good and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. In Hebrew, that particular word is the word tikva. I get a really good mental picture of that one because tikva means cord. And I can just picture the future and the hope, tie a knot in the rope and hang on and go to the next place. But if you are caring for someone who is angry for whatever reason, that's particularly hard to do. I would like to tell you that it resolved itself like in a 30-minute show on TV, but it didn't. I changed. And much of what we're going to talk about in our journey about for caregivers is going to be about you choosing your perspective. Hope is such a powerful word, and yet we have relegated it to hopeless sense. How did you use hope the last time you said it? Most people, many people, I won't say most, say, I hope so. They don't believe it's going to work out. They say it when it's negative, when they are at a loss as to what to do. When you choose a hope perspective, you know that your caregiving journey is not going to last forever. In this particular instance, mine lasts lasted over 20 years. And when we moved to Texas, she came with us, moved from California to Texas. I like to think about the skills that I gained. And in this book, I talk about the power of hope. I use an analogy. In all my books, I like to use an analogy. And the power of hope for prodigals, we talk about that your prodigal is just taking a detour. And in the power of hope and mourning, ride the waves to comfort. In this particular book, it's the power of hope for caregivers. Honor the ride. As a caregiver, you've been given a responsibility maybe one you didn't ask for, but it is also a privilege. And one day I was able to look back on the many years I cared for my mother-in-law and she stayed with us and I took care of her, particularly in the end. And it was beautiful to be able to look back on that trajectory and have zero regrets. Because see the word honor, and that's the paddle, the analogy is writing, the analogy that I have for the powerful for caregivers is honor the ride. And what I picture caregiving is like doing rafting down rapids. And that's why the picture here is, as you can see, is like canyons on both sides, but there's hope rays coming through. And that's what I want to provide for you. I want to give you hope rays so that you can have a sense of purpose so that you can know where you are in the whole thing. And you can actually be able to live the way God wants you to live. Because the bottom line is that you get to choose how you live. You get to respond and set the atmosphere. Even if circumstances are not what you have chosen, hope says, I'm going to choose to get in this raft and I'm going to choose the paddle of hope. And I know it's going to be rough and it's going to be an adventure. In Exodus 20, 12, scripture says, honor your father and mother that your days 
may be long upon the land, which the Lord your God has given you. And then Deuteronomy 5.16 takes this promise a little bit further. And it includes the promise of of favor, of a long life, if you choose to honor your parents. Now, the word honor can either be, it's the word, the Hebrew word kabed, and it can either be heavy, burdensome, dull. But then if you keep looking at the deeper meaning of kabed, it's the same word that is used for the glory, the weight of the glory of God. And I've experienced both sides of this word. I really did not do well in this particular season. I wish I could go back and do it again. Well, I sort of do. I'm not sure. <laughs> no, I do. Do you ever have that feeling? I wish I could go back and knowing everything I know now, navigate those rough waters again. It would be like having an experienced guide with you as you are navigating the rapids. And even if you're in a box canyon and you can't see what's ahead, but you can hear the rapids are coming, you would just have the confidence and could relax. And so when you look at the positive version of honor, it's pretty long reaching and priceless because what you get to do is you get to serve someone you love who is in great need. And as a caregiver, I want to honor you. We live in a society that seems to have forgotten the meaning of respect and favorable regard. And you may be saying to me, you have no idea. You have no idea what my mom or my dad was like growing up. And yet, even when communication has broken down over the years, honor doesn't condone this behavior, but Honor says, recognize the role of this person in your life. Honor the position that they have in your life. And they can fail. And it's not right. And it's not God's plan. But when it's your turn to take care of them in their final days, you have the opportunity to change the legacy. You have the chance to change the direction of your family. You have the key, the honor key to live a long, blessed life. And that's what I want to challenge you with today. You get a chance to rewrite the end of the story. If you are in a caregiving situation, it may not be a parent. It may be someone else. I just ask you to think about if you are in a caregiving situation and have going through a difficult time now, I think that it's really good to take a look at honor. And when you think about gaining perspective, I had many different caregiving roles. When you think about changing perspective, you have many different caregiving roles. But one of the toughest can be the one where you're dealing with the difficult person. And I want to tell you that you can be a hope ambassador. You get to change the atmosphere. You get to decide which way it goes. You get to decide. You do not have to sit there and take what other people do and establish the atmosphere. You get to decide. And that is amazing. That's what I'm talking about. You are not captive. You get to be the one who makes the choices of what the atmosphere will be. You get to be the thermostat. What does that mean? That means that as you enter a room as a hope ambassador, you have the opportunity to establish the tone. You have the opportunity to genuinely change the atmosphere. 
And that's what hope will do. You bring peace, you bring abundance, you bring hope. The most important, the key to this, though, it's not going to happen if you are playing the role of a martyr. You know who I'm talking about, and I might be talking to some of you today. I know it's hard. I know it's not fair. I know that you want to go outside and maybe you are screaming and scream into that pillow. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. But see, that's not going to bring you hope. Hope says, I know there are difficulties. This is not what I like, but I know that God has a plan and he's working in the midst of all the stress. He's making you stronger and he's showing you love every twist and turn of that journey. And you are honoring God when you honor those who are in need, love them, show them the love of Jesus. And he is working in that. Choose to learn, choose hope first, second, choose to learn. There's so much to learn. It can be about the care. It can be about all the different things. But the biggest thing is that you are stronger than you think. I'm going to tell you that again. You are stronger than you think. You may be thinking that you can't do something, but here you are in the midst of it. And obviously God has a different plan. It doesn't mean that you're a doormat. It doesn't mean you don't speak up. But it does mean that you choose to learn and you love that can bring a breath of fresh air to the situation. And the final one, been talking about this a lot lately, choose to laugh. So the second round of when my mother-in-law lived with us was when we moved to Texas. And it was a different situation because we weren't living in her house and she had helped us to purchase a house. And I am forever grateful She helped us with the down payment and we gave her the master bedroom and it was different, but things would still pop up. And one of them was that she bought a vacuum cleaner and she wanted to know exactly where that vacuum cleaner was at all times. So if I didn't bring it back promptly, then she would, and I would just leave her room stomping because, you know, we had that difficult relationship. She wasn't a regular person for the people that managed to push your buttons. It's not on them. It's on you because you let them push their, your buttons or you have resentment or you haven't forgiven or who knows. Too complicated for this particular podcast episode. But here's what I started doing. Sheet over the vacuum cleaner was an upright and I drew a face on the sheet. And then I would put a piece of paper with a bubble as to what the vacuum cleaner was saying. And so it, it got to be funny because if I kept it out longer than what it was supposed to, or she thought it was supposed to, then I would come back in with a vacuum and I'd have said something funny in that bubble that was that was pinned to the sheet. I don't know if you can picture this or not, but I still can. It was just something silly that I did at a stress point that brought laughter to all of us. And it was, it just kind of dissipated. It just kind of fizzled out. It was no longer a big deal. And that is what I want for you. I don't know how this current situation you're in right now is pushing your buttons. We're going to talk later about self-care. And sometimes it's just simply because you're not getting enough sleep and you, you, you have a real short fuse, but learn to laugh. Don't take it so seriously. And it's a choice. It's internal exercise. Your, your internal organs 
get a workout when you laugh. And it's so fun. Now, don't laugh at the person. Don't make fun of them. Make sure they know you're not doing that. But seek humor in everything you do. Like me with that silly vacuum cleaner. If I'd have had time, I would have put some hair on it and done other things. If you don't know what to do, then pause for a minute and laugh. Here's the honor key for this episode. Honor the one you care for because of who they are, not what they do or have done. And trust God to work out the details. I'm going to look, say that one more time. And you can also find it in the show notes below. Honor the one you care for because of who they are, their position, not what they do or have done. And trust God to work out the details. Let's pray. Father, in this ride as a caregiver, we want to acknowledge your love and your grace. And we ask for unexpected hope in this journey. We have so much to learn, yet we know that you will provide everything that we need as we devote ourselves to doing what is good in order to provide for the urgent needs of this loved one. Thank you, Lord, that we can find great joy in being productive and making a difference. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege of being a hope ambassador in the dark place. The need for you is so great in these caregiving situations. And Lord, I just thank you that all who see my interaction with the one I'm caring for will grow in their respect for you and give you glory as they see the grace upon my life. And Lord, I thank you that you are sending the flooding waters to move me forward and destroy all the lies of the enemy. I thank you that I no longer have to feel overwhelmed or fearful if my wrath tips over in this journey. Thank you that I can hold my breath, keep paddling and trust that you are the rescuer and that you will draw me out of deep waters. And I know that you are mindful of all that concerns me because you delight in me. Thank you for delighting in me, Lord. I choose today to learn all I can. We choose to learn all we can. And above all, we hold on to honor and seek to obey you in every detail. We hold on to hope, even if we get knocked into turbulent waters. And we rejoice in all that you are doing in this season and find humor in everything that we go through. Oh, I do pray a special <laughs> laughter anointing upon the caregivers who are hurting today. And Lord, we will continually declare your greatness and your goodness in the midst of torrential waters because you are faithful. I felt that. I trust you did too. Leaving one last verse with you. First John 5, 3. The proof that we love God comes when we keep his commandments not at all troublesome. If you have enjoyed this podcast, would you please subscribe to it, write us a review and share it. Let me know if this helped you. And I look forward to speaking with you next time. This is the hope lady saying, hang on to the hope, hang on to honor, and you will make it through. Thanks so much for listening to the Hope is Powerful podcast. Subscribe now. And join our Facebook group, The Power of Hope, for more hope infusions. Until next time, keep looking up for hope rays.